0: Hello, and welcome to Cuyamaca Conversations. My name is Drake Poole, and I am currently a student in music industry seminar at Cuyamaca College. In today's episode, I will be interviewing Sean Tolley. Sean is the owner of a local studio called Clarity Recordings. In this episode, we will be talking about his music background, as well as what he does on a day-to-day basis as a music producer. All right. So thank you once again, Sean, for being able to come and sit down with me. Um, so this podcast is kind of another perspective from someone who wouldn't be as experienced to learn more about a job in the music industry. Right. And I kind of already know the answer to this question, but what do you actually do for a living?
1: I'm a recording engineer and record producer.
0: How did you get into it? Was it kind of a more natural thing or was it Just something that you kind of stumbled on I guess
1: Uh, So I kind of grew up recording my own demos and stuff for bands at home Um, I've I've been playing music since I was six so a a while (laughs) Uh, You know, I I grew up like recording my own demos and and touring with bands and doing songwriting and all that that stuff and then uh, at some point I I realized that I was having fun with it and kind of started pushing more into gear collecting, gear hoarding, I guess. Mm -hmm. And uh, just kind of seeing what I could do with that. Um, My my uncle owned a recording studio growing up, so I kind of got to see a little bit of like the behind the scenes of what was going there. Yeah. And, you know, it looked like a lot of fun. I was like, yeah, maybe I could do this. Yeah. And then, you know, just slowly pushed into doing full production with bands and it became a full-time studio, full-time gig.
0: That's cool. Yeah. So you kind of got like a behind-the-scenes look at it, so to speak, and it kind of got you interested into actually making this like a career?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, you know, obviously when, you, when you're in a band and you're touring around the country and doing all that kind of stuff, you, you wind up being in studios a lot and mm-hmm. getting to see a lot of, you know, what, what other producers are doing and how they're, how they're cultivating these artists know how they're kind of directing your process and you're you know it just seemed like something I really wanted to get into so I got a shot and it turned out that it you know, worked out really well
0: yeah so you kind of got tips and tricks from uh, like music producers around everywhere yeah so gonna. it made it kind of easier to step into this
1: uh, yeah I mean just kind of like learn by observing sort of thing mm-hmm and what would you
0: say a average workday looks f- like for you
1: uh, I'm I've always been a night owl so for me you know I probably get up around noon uh, by one o'clock I'm recording bands and that goes straight through until eight or nine sometimes longer depending on the band mm-hmm. um, If it feels like we're in a groove we'll we'll keep going until you know 11 midnight somewhere in there mm-hmm. but typically you know take a break for dinner or whatever and then I'll, I'll kick right into some more mixing and mastering afterwards if, if I'm feeling up to it okay.
0: Is that kind of like a daily thing, um, recording with bands, or is it like every once in a while? I guess are that, you kind of yeah. booked?
1: It's almost every day.
0: Okay. Yeah. How big is the name Clarity Recordings at the moment?
1: Um, I I don't know how big we are from an outside perspective, but mm-hmm. you know we're we're booked pretty much two to three months in in advance, in f- pretty much since twenty seventeen. <laughs> okay so it, it's been it's been good yeah um, you know we've worked with a lot of bands that have been nominated for SDMAs and stuff like that um, That's cool. San Diego music awards if you're not familiar but yeah it's you know I, I wouldn't say we're on the commercial studio level yet mm-hmm. but you know we're, we're definitely making a lot of noise
0: yeah <laughs> um, and you kind of already answered this but in the span of a month would you say how many um, bands do you usually come across
1: uh, I mean kind of answered it. So usually what we'll do. Yeah uh, Usually, you know a lot of those dates even though i'm booked like every day usually a lot of them are the same band mm-hmm. so Probably anywhere from three to six bands a month Okay. Sometimes more if, like I get a lot of people like looking to book single days, but yeah, it's mostly bands
0: Okay, so it's not like just a single day thing you record them and then you kind of kick them out or whatever <laughs>
1: no i mean I've, I've probably had a lot more of that recently mm-hmm. but um i, I kind of like to work more with, with bands where it's more the same people every every mm-hmm. day you know i'm i'm like developing a relationship with them and you can kind of you can kind of just know what you're getting into without having to to like feel out the room as soon yeah. someone arrives you know yeah
0: that would kind of suck like every day you have to kind of Introduce yourself or yeah. whatever.
1: Yeah, it's interesting when you, you meet random people through, you know what they find you on in Instagram or Craigslist or just word-of-mouth and mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're just kind of like, oh cool. Yeah, I, I, I can't make the same jokes around you.
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, so you gotta kind of test the waters first.
1: Yeah, a little bit.
0: Yeah for the process of the EP or record um, What's your involvement in that is it only? recording is it only mixing and mastering
1: uh it's a, it's a little bit different for every artist so some of them want me to take you know acoustic demos or I, i've had people come in even with just vocals mm. saying i don't know what i want this song to sound like but this is the vocal melody uh that that's always kind of interesting but yeah for the for the most part it's just you know i people bring songs that are in various stages of completion they'll ask me to to go through and help them turn them into a polished product and you know every song is a little bit different it all requires a little bit more more or less effort to to get yeah. into that finish line
0: mm-hmm. so i think this was already kind of answered as well um it's kind of based on the artist but how long would you say is an average project
1: uh depends on the songs uh if it's if it's like an ep typically i'll say probably about a week of tracking week to two weeks of tracking depending on how in-depth the songs are yeah um i've had an ep take four months before so (laughs) (laughs) really just depends on you know how meticulous the band is or how technical they are
0: yeah um for those that don't know what an ep is what is an ep uh
1: extended play is really just a holdover from like the vinyl days but um to i mean you can do even three three to seven songs Mm -hmm. i don't more than seven feels weird to call it an ep to me
0: yeah it would be an album past that point
1: yeah i think it depends on like the actual duration of the songs but the technicalities don't matter to me yeah i'm just it just feels weird
0: once the project is actually done does clarity recordings kind of help promote it or um keep in contact with the bands afterwards
1: yeah absolutely i mean we we definitely keep in contact with all the bands we record um and you know especially if it was if it was a really good project for for us like uh atmospherically like if we if we came out of it with a positive outlook like you know i'm I'm talking to them regularly making jokes yeah checking in you know asking how the the kids are i don't think they have kids but (laughs) yeah yeah. but yeah i mean we'll promote it anywhere that we can um you know usually on on instagram i'll I'll share anybody's stories or or like cross post anything Mm -hmm. um facebook any of that stuff i I don't really provide like a promotional service afterwards um something that who knows I, i might get into some at some point but yeah i'm already wearing so many hats at this point
0: yeah so is there ever any point where you kind of run dry on um the amount of Bands that you're able to work with to the point where you have to like go out and search for any or
1: um, I Mean, it's pretty rare now (coughs) Yeah, Like I said, I'm I'm typically booked months in advance, which is crazy Mm -hmm. Um, Typically the whole industry kind of has a little bit of a slowdown in like December and January But that hasn't happened to me too much At least not since you know, like I said about five years. Yeah, it's been really consistent So it's pretty fun.
0: Yeah do you work like every day of the week or is it uh, kind of try not
1: to, but yeah, it, it's been working out like that for a little bit now.
0: Yeah. So even if you don't run dry on bands, do you kind of go to any local um, gigs or anything like that to like scope the scene?
1: Uh, it's probably since the beginning of COVID, not so much. Just things have been a little weird at mm-hmm. live shows, but you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get out to a show if there's some bands that I've recorded playing a show mm-hmm. and at least kind of try to see what else is going on there, or, you know, network a little bit. Gotcha. But yeah, I mean with as busy as the studio is, I, I honestly I'm I'm lucky if I get out of my control room to have dinner.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, And then I kind of want to talk about the stages of each project. What would you say are all the different stages from like, the beginning of meeting the band and then to, like, the end result?
1: Um, I, I mean, typically when, when a band comes to me, they'll either email me demos or bring them over and we'll, we'll kind of li- listen to them in person.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, every band has a little bit of a pre-production stage where you're either listening back and giving them, like, critical information about the tracks or you're doing like a full band live pre-production session where i all, all set up like minimal mics and just get them to run through the songs, throw ideas at them while that's happening and kind of you know, revise things or we'll try different things. They'll be like, Hey, we don't like this, you know, Hey, we do like this idea. That's great. And mm-hmm. other things are just kind of organic that way. Yeah. You um, kind of work off each other. Yeah. It's, it's a good way to get to know the artist too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. From there, you just kind of go into tracking uh production happens along the way um trying trying new ideas you know effects whatever mm-hmm. um once you're wrapped up with that you know vocal production is a pretty heavy thing i kind of treat that as separately than than tracking and like general production just because mm-hmm. there's so many different layers and then mixing mastering it's pretty much all there is yeah i mean not all there is but yeah <laughs> yeah you but kind idea. of
0: a rundown on everything yeah yeah
1: um, what would you
0: say is your favorite stage of all of those uh,
1: probably mixing mixing and pro- post-production which is you know between mixing and mastering yeah um, just to kind of see songs come to life in a different way mm-hmm. like if, if something's lacking at that stage you can definitely start to to push ad- new ideas into it again yeah because you'll at that point you'll know what's missing from a track and mm-hmm. you can kind of start to shape it a little more be like oh I really feel like this is missing this this could be better
0: yeah so you can add like a different instrument per se yeah after like
1: a, like a cool lead line or something in the background yeah does
0: that does that happen often or is it more of a rare case
1: uh no I, I'd say it happens pretty regularly like bands will get to the end or, you know w- we really love this song everything feels great but uh, this feels empty mm-hmm. we don't know what to do with this yeah So we'll just start throwing you know some some random ideas at at them and see what happens
0: yeah for each artist that you come across do you kind of have a universal goal for um what you plan to do with them or is it kind of like separate for each artist
1: uh i i mean i wouldn't say it's a hundred percent independent it really just it it does depend on what their goals are Mm -hmm. but my goal is always to get them to be a hundred percent proud of what you know they're they're coming out with yeah um i kind of talk to them a little bit about their goals ahead of time Mm -hmm. get them to send me like a little bit of a playlist for for what they want to sound like yeah or at least what's influencing them not necessarily what they're sounding like but Mm -hmm. you know i just kind of like to know where their head's at and what they plan on doing okay and you know if we can try to push it in that direction cool if not you know gotta gotta work on more production try to get the song there
0: mm-hmm. but at the very least try to get make sure that the um would you say customer or like uh partner client client raised. client um just try to get the client 100 percent um satisfied with the collaboration i guess
1: yeah i mean the you know the goal is to have you be happy with the music you're creating right mm-hmm. yeah so hopefully that's happening when you're walking out the door
0: yeah yeah, yeah definitely yeah I kind of want to go on off of a different branch and talk a little bit more about personal stuff. Sure. Um, do you play any instruments?
1: Uh, I do. I play guitar, bass, and I'm a vocalist.
0: And a vocalist. Okay. Um, how long have you been doing each of those?
1: A uh, little over 20 years.
0: For all of them?
1: Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I started on piano. That was probably closer to 30 years ago, but uh, I honestly n- didn't play for longer than like six years
0: yeah so you're kind of sure. off yeah. the piano train
1: yeah my, my mom would probably be upset to hear that but you
0: know. <laughs> yeah um since you play all those instruments do you think that influences the projects or the end projects in any way
1: uh definitely yeah i'm, I'm definitely able to provide a lot more in the instruments that i'm that i'm familiar with mm-hmm. um you know I I, I kind of put a little bit of myself in all the songs I mean hey this is how I would play this you know this is how I would sing this here's a harmony yeah. I really love building vocal harmonies and that's that's probably one of the most fun parts as mm-hmm. well like we just kind of keep going and going and yeah sometimes it's a little crazy
0: yeah but um, so that kind of that experience with those instruments kind of helps you give a different taste to the music I guess yeah I only have a few more questions left, which means the podcast is ending, but as I've heard before, all good things and bad things must end at one point, Um, depending on the listener's enjoyment level could go either way for them. But anyways, do you have a genre you're most comfortable with producing?
1: Uh, Typically rock, alternative, punk. I started most of my career touring-wise has been with pop punk bands. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say I'm pretty familiar and comfortable with that one.
0: Yeah. Other than those genres, have you worked with any other genres than those?
1: Yeah, to work with a little bit of a little bit of everything at this point. Mm-hmm. Um I've lately I have a lot of new metal bands coming in, which is crazy. We're <laughs> working on like a, a new metal compilation mm-hmm. for just a bunch of like new metal covers from the early two thousands and that's been kind of a trip. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. That should be out in a couple months, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Any, like, rap or electronic music or anything like uh, that?
1: A little bit here and there, but it, it's, uh, you know, if the artist doesn't bring in their own music already prepared, sometimes it's a little difficult to create on the spot for mm-hmm. those genres since I'm not really versed in them. Yeah. Um, I've I've done it a bit, but it's definitely not my strong point.
0: Mm-hmm. With these genres that aren't on your "Quote unquote strong point." Do you still feel like you get a hundred percent each and every time with these like less comfortable genres?
1: Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. Where like I'll, I'll ask them for a playlist ahead of time, or mm. or at least get an idea of before they leave what they're they're shooting for, especially if it's in a genre I'm not super comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll just try to shape it my best to get close to that yeah uh you know sometimes sometimes it's a home run sometimes it's a miss yeah but it really just depends on the artist and how how much they're willing to work on it to get closer to that gotcha yeah
0: okay so you kind of help them shape each um song or ep to get to their final result
1: yeah and you know hopefully they're coming in with a song that's already close to what they want to sound like yeah but so you have a better idea yeah you n- you never know,
0: yeah, um, are there any lessons that you've taken from any of those um less comfortable genres that have like helped you
1: uh I' really everything is a lesson, so mm-hmm. like you're you're always kind of learning different ways to do things um it's kind of neat to see how how a different genre would work in a way that you wouldn't normally think to try, mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of cool. Like you're always picking up tips and tricks no matter what the genre. Like yeah Watching some guy on YouTube mixing, you know a guitar video and you're like I would never have thought to try that hmm And then you know it works out.
0: Yeah To kind of close off of The last few remaining questions. Are there any big or bigger names that Clarity Recordings has produced or helped?
1: Uh, I, I don't I don't know how big they are, but like San Diego wise, uh, you know, I've worked with a few bands that have, like I said, been nominated for STMAs, mm-hmm. uh, Kel Burdell, Imagery Machine, uh, Life in Discord, uh, The Industry, uh, you know, just just a few bands that have had good nominations Yeah. that, you know, people have gone on to recognize. So that's kind of neat. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Other than those bands that have already been like recognized or whatever for their skill level or artistic views um are there any other bands that are worth noting that maybe haven't gotten that uh recognition yet
1: uh i d- feel like i'd be playing favorites <laughs> naming specifics yeah like, uh, it, it's you know every every new project that comes in they're they're all getting they're they're all getting better they're all they're all kind of going for more mm-hmm. so it's it's just an evolution it's fun yeah yeah i'm, al- I'm always happy with everybody coming out of clarity mm-hmm.
0: so they're not always um some of them are beginners that are coming in and some oh are yeah. more experienced than yeah. others
1: yeah there's a lot of a lot of very fresh musicians that come through and then i have other guys who've been doing it for decades mm-hmm. it's fun
0: yeah yeah um do you have any personal albums or eps or anything like that
1: uh, for, for my music?
0: Yeah, like, do you have any...
1: Yeah, um, I was I was in a couple bands. uh band called Stereo Summer. Mm-hmm. um, A band called Nothing Sacred. Uh, short Stories. I, this list could probably go on forever. Yeah. Uh, I think I've been in, like, 25 bands or something in San Diego.
0: <laughs> do you have anything, like, going on right now with uh, that? Or is it kind of just...
1: Not at the moment. I th- I'm, I'm putting out a song on that new metal compilation, so that should be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Definitely not what I normally sound like, so that's <laughs> pretty funny too.
0: What are you, uh, what are you playing on that?
1: Uh, I, I played a lot of different instruments on that record for mm-hmm. some of the artists. So okay. the whole the whole thing has a little bit of me on it. Yeah, it's like 17 songs. It should be pretty fun.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I want to thank you again for sitting down with me, just being available to talk. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah. No problem. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, thanks so. for having
0: me. Before we go ahead and end off the episode, I would just like to thank Sean once again for being available to talk. And if you are interested in getting your music produced or recorded, you can look up Clarity Recordings on Instagram.